Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Welcome. Merry day after Christmas, everybody. Hi, cuz. How you doing? Hello, hello. Yes, this is the last show of this year. We'll yeah, it's oh, it the end of the year. <laughs> yes, it is. And we got to celebrate some, right? I already have been. I've had four uh, Genesis. <laughs> I don't have to go to work till tomorrow, so I'm living it up. Oh, damn. All right. How have you been? been? How was your Christmas? It was good. I spent the Christmas Eve um um, with Jade at her house, running the Frank's box and watching cartoons. And I <laughs> seen her yesterday again. I went to Jade's house with Carly and Jade and ran the Frank's box. And then today I seen Mikey and all them. They all went out today. Stop by to see me, and that was good. It was good. How was yours? Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic! We spent a lot of time with our daughter and our grandchildren, and my wife and I. Shout out to Danielle, my beautiful wife of 30 years. Hi, Danielle. We, had, we love you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she said she loves you, Danielle. <laughs> Danielle waving Aww. at everybody. Hey. Um, we had a fantastic time. We sure did. And lots of memories, for sure. Oh, see, that's good. That is so good. You know, the building here ran out of heat. We had, we, wait, we had a fire alarm on Christmas morning. Oh, no. Yeah, because That's the heat, no a pipe, a pipe exploded, and the steam made the fire alarm go off. So everybody in the building was outside in their pajamas, wishing each other a merry Christmas. <laughs> oh wow, man, that that sucks. We had um, yep. we had little rolling power outages, but they wouldn't last more than ten or fifteen yep. minutes, and it finally leveled off, and they got it straightened out. And over north of us in Johnson City, Tennessee, in Jonesboro, Tennessee, they had. Multiple Bad. water uh-huh. mains and pipes or mm-hmm. water lines that broke and things like that. So yep. we got we dodged the bullet over here on the mountain. So you damn well, yeah. yeah, that's lucky too being there. Yeah, you're lucky because that you know what I mean. That doesn't usually happen here. Mm-hmm. It's just that I don't think the building was the buildings all went out of heat. We had no heat for like yeah, it's so very old the yeah. uh, architecture mm-hmm. and the uh, what's well, the no, word no. I'm looking huh. Actually, this building's not. These buildings were built, I don't know, in the 70s maybe, in the 80s or something mm-hmm. like that. So they're not that old. But, okay. but I, guess they, I guess they weren't, you know, they're not made for, like, sub, for hell freezing over. And you know what I mean? That's <laughs> because we're not used to that. So well, I guess the inf- just, yeah, yeah, the infrastructure is what I was looking for, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, that's it. Under, underlying infrastructure with newer things built on from infrastructure exactly. that's, 40 or 50 or even 60 years ago. Exactly. So who knows? But shout out to all those people that had that had to deal with any of this terrible oh. minus this five degree minus whatever y'all dealt with. It's oh terrible. my god! It was it, a lot of people got it really bad, especially in the Midwest. It got. Oh my god! I know. I know that. And the people in Buffalo, New York, shout out! I, I just want to say my prayers are with all the people in Buffalo. I just saw that 28 people died. It, uh, oh, so far, yeah. or something I, like that. I, know, I have a friend that lives yeah. out there, and they're, I guess, uh, I haven't heard from them yet, but I hope they're okay. It was pretty bad. Uh, oh, yeah, they're buried. Shout mm-hmm. out they're to buried. Yeah, Yes, and hopefully everything, you know, hope, you know well, I feel bad for all the families, you know. You know, about three weeks ago we were, and by the way, I would like to throw in the Parasanctum podcast. Um, oh, yes, please. A shout-out to the Parasanctum podcast. Um, 
Actually, I'm going to uh, use this for this, the Parasanctum oh, wait, podcast. Have you got a, wait, we got, wait, we got a phone call. Hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, cool. Don't, hold Very that cool. Oh, hold that okay, thought. sure, no problem. Hello? Oh, Fabian. Oh, oh. oh no, wait, how are Mark? you, Fabian? <laughs> yeah, that's Mark Freeman. Speaking of New York, he's from Syracuse. Wait. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> Well, you sound like, okay, now I want to apologize to Mark. Okay, Mark, if you're listening, and he probably is, and now I'm in trouble. But what's, and what's the old Fabian? Because that's the only no. one person I know that does that. Because he knows you just said you had some Guinnesses. That's why. Is, oh, is this, um, is this David? Yes, yes. David. Of course. Well, David, there you go. Have you had some right. Guinness, too? No. no, I have no. not, but I might crack <laughs> open my last jar of mead on New Year's Eve. Oh, yummy. I uh, love what mead. What is Good that? stuff. <laughs> mead? It's honey wine. It's, oh, yeah, it's a Viking, yeah. Viking honey wine. Oh, and you know what? You just set the tone for what I was just fixing okay, to yes. talk he about. Going, Very good, David. David, you're going to be on the Parasanctum well, you're going to be on the Parasanctum podcast because I do these every now and again. Um, mm-hmm. I like to do a live Parasanctum podcast. So I was going to actually say your name and you called. How cool. Uh, you remember about <laughs> two or three weeks ago <clears throat> when we were talking about – or two weeks ago when we were talking about the origins of Yule? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually determined what they were. And it's funny that David should bring up the Vikings because it turns out Yuletide is from the Vikings, and it was it's a uh, it was a celebration of of bringing the largest wood uh, log into your hearth and burning it and celebrating for twelve days by putting things like holly exactly. on top of oh, them. Oh, you know, and, you know how the, it was the like, Vikings loved the big wood. Oh yeah, they sure did. They, they <laughs> loved the great North Woods, and yeah, and the and the Viagra, but. They they actually, <laughs> but no, yeah. Shut yeah, up! Now but, you got me singing. Put another log on the fire. Did you ever watch? Well, no, really, no. Me? But serious, in all seriousness, yeah, the yeah, log no, it was, was used yeah. as a when they burnt the log, they would take the ashes and throw it out in their in their in the garden so that in the spring that the ashes worked as a great source of nitrogen for the exactly. soil, oh, and then they smart. would grow. So anyway, with that being said, I found this really delicious website called Listverse that has ten dark legends of Yuletide. And what I, since you're on now, David, oh, what can, about the Norwegian, the Norwegian both, cat? Yes, it's on Ooh. here. And actually, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. They're on here. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I got a question. Yeah. Let's go about these. Um, well, anyway, I'll just start off with this. Um, it says, for most, the Christmas season is a time of joy, presence, and family. However, in Europe, there are certain Yuletide traditions that hint at a darker past. Uh-huh. Even more than Halloween, the time around Christmas has traditionally been associated with folklore creatures of terrifying darkness. Uh, according to this, uh, Yuletide and Yuletide <laughs> wolves, werewolves, in Central and Southern Europe, it was children born on Christmas Day were believed to be a, to become werewolves in the old Yule in old Yule time. Oh, damn! And really? Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's what they said. They said the werewolf of Paris, Arthur <laughs> Guy Endor, revitalized this tradition by having his werewolf Bertrand Calais be born on Christmas Day. So uh, it's interesting. And also, it was argued that. Folk Catholic belief in Yuletide werewolves is a remnant of the Roman festival of Lupercalia, a winter celebration intended to honor the she-wolf who raised Romulus and Remus. The fear of werewolves was once so strong that even uttering the word wolf was believed to bring bad luck upon the entire village. Okay, who wants to go first and tell me what you think about that, Yuletide? That's number ten of that's number that's number ten of ten. It's a, it's a descending list. Well, yeah, I love that one. 
No, okay. Go ahead, Lisa. Yeah, that, I love wolves. Wolves are wolves are the best, and I want to go to a, a sanctuary and go play with them. How's that? <laughs> oh, how about well, okay? What about where? What about werewolves? No, they don't count. They're humans, sort of. Okay. Right? But are they? <laughs> right. But but are they yeah. honestly? I don't know. I yeah, don't know. really. What are they? That's true. But my you know, I mean, new date was originally Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, well. I don't see. He narrowly avoided being a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You nailed it, Mikey, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a strange escaped. legend, strange strange piece of lore, to, to be honest completely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know I know people cannot absolutely physically transform into a wolf because it is biologically impossible. Right. But the mentality, the behavior, the, right. the that feral, could be ferociousness mm-hmm. of it can be completely yeah. different. Yep. I, didn't um, didn't Ed and Lorraine Warren have to deal with um, a werewolf over in England? A man who I think it's oh, yeah. called a, a I think it's called a what they call lycanthropy. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. of lycanthropy. Oh, that that I know. Yeah. Q R S T. Lycanthropy. Yep. Yeah. And that's like what they camp, call it over there. Like, like, Why I know that? I don't like know. Like camphor. Yeah. <laughs> like camphor. Have another. That's it. Like camphor. He got it. Like camphor. Hey, let me throw in a side note to that, guys. Here's 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 an interesting point. That in old times, actually at Christmas, and like especially in the Victorian era. Ghost stories were Christmas traditions. They Shit, quite yeah. often they told the ghost stories at Christmas. It was yeah. before Halloween became very popular. It was at Christmas time that yeah. the ghost stories were were told by the families around the fire. Oh, uh, definitely. And, and Charles Dickens were... is the example of that. The Charles Dickens little 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 stories that he passed around London were all ghost stories, and that's how. It culminated in 1843's right. Christmas Carol. Right. Dickens, Dickens wrote uh, the whole Ebenezer Scrooge thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas, yes. Christmas Carol. So, Christmas Carol. obviously, <laughs> obviously when, you're, when you're writing a story that has three ghosts that are going to come and, and torment you in the middle of the night, it's not a happy tradition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, oh, no. I, that was, wait, wait. My no, mom used to tell ghost cool. stories on Christmas night. No lie. No, we and and mm-hmm. Scrooge and stuff, all that kind of crazy stuff. Shit, mm-hmm. but then again, she read me Sleepy Hollow for my bedtime story. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> ah, so yeah. What a cool okay. mom. I mean, okay, here's number. Here's yeah. number nine. <laughs> the Christmas witches. Here's another one, guys. This is pretty interesting. It says for, for today's practicing Wiccans, Yule and the winter solstice are some of the most sacred holidays. And we were talking about the different pagan, you know, the pagan wheel and all that, and it, it, how that Yule was in that as one of the uh, as one of the seasons of the pagan mm-hmm. wheel or one of the times of the year. According right. to the neo-pagan version of history, Christmas is but a highly sanitized version of Yule itself, a pagan celebration mostly held by the Germanic. And Celtic peoples. Oh, oh, look at you, Lisa. You were right two weeks ago. Yep. You oh, said okay. that the Vikings Celtic, yeah. and the Celts yeah. inter, they intermixed uh, with the. I know. Uh, with the yeah, very good. And <laughs> oh, the yeah. Roman festival of Saturnal, Saturnalia. Saturnalia. Yeah, I said taking, salmonella. <laughs> oh, okay. That's chicken. Saturnalia. Uh-oh. Oh. What chicken? Hold on. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 wait a Oh my god, Lisa sicked her fucking Norris sound chicken on me. <laughs> it is trying to peck my eyes out. Damn Norris sound chicken. How in the hell am I supposed to announce the blog talk countdown? Hey, hey. If I cannot see the damn countdown clock. Lisa. Get your damn chicken off of me right now. <laughs> All right. It was Saturn Saturnalia. 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 Wait, wait. Yeah. Taken <laughs> together. <laughs> Many no, Wiccans. Just... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Saturnella, Saturnella. It's Saturnella, right? 
Right, Saturn, Saturn, Saturnalia. Yes, Saturnalia. Right, that's it. It's a Roman festival. And it says that taken together, many Wiccans and others believe that Christmas time is especially good for casting spells. And while it is undoubtedly true that many elements of modern Christmas are lifted directly from the pagan traditions of ancient Europe, much of the idea of Yule witchcraft actually comes from folk Catholic beliefs, primarily the idea that the 12 days between Christmas and Epiphany are a time when the spirit world impinges upon its own. What do y'all think of that, about the, the witch, witch's powers being more stronger around the time of well, traditional uh, Christmas? As being that, I, I don't believe in witches, but I can tell you that the solstice would make a difference because of that change in the seasons and that, that mm-hmm. beautiful day. But um, mm-hmm. maybe that's the day that you could do some whatever <laughs> Whatever you're doing, you know what I mean? Like, well, if you, like, if you stop like, and think about it. the universe. Right. Some of the, some of the modern traditions associated with Christmas, like kissing under the mistletoe. Mm-hmm. I think could have been, they, no, they could have been derived from a, a Wiccan spell for love under the same type of mm-hmm. thing. Well, Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I mean, and you're going to use it when their powers were decidedly the strongest for them to do. So, you know, you want somebody to fall in love. Right. Soldiers, you wait until, right? yeah, you yeah. wait until, yeah. right. Well, you know that the ancients <laughs> believed the, the Neolithic peoples designed uh, <laughs> places like Stonehenge and the Hill of Tara at certain times of the year, like when the solstice arrives. The light of the sun and or the moon yep, yep. shines through portals in the uh, in the walls and, and illuminates the, the the structures. So okay. it doesn't. It do, I yep, mean, it, yep. it doesn't surprise me that no, they no, believe it, it surprises, that. You know what surprises me? They were smarter, but they were smarter. Well, nobody really, but they were smarter than we were to know all this. Mm-hmm. About the exactly. way the sun hits there and when it comes in. The th- so if we really think about it, they were kind of smart. Well, oh, they were way. very smart. <laughs> I mean, they put to get, they used whatever they used to build Stonehenge. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I mean, no one knows. It, the things that it would take to build Stonehenge today were still, uh, it would still max their ability to build it. I mean, it would, it would, it would completely... It would be like extremely difficult for modern technology to build Stonehenge. They'd much be all less like all those people Wait, uh, back in doing right, whatever they, they were doing, you know, to build it. A lot of people, I know, growing up, it was always a supposition that maybe the aliens did it or something and the pyramids. But I just think the ingenuity of man—they all got together and they figured it out. And man, boy, they did they figure it out. Or Stonehenge they knew, they, is oh, forever my favorite. Maybe uh, they symbol of, of, of ancient of ancient mythology. Maybe they were in tune with the earth. Fact. They might maybe have been so. in tune with the earth and the stars and the alignments of the planets and everything else because mm-hmm. they live simpler than us. So we got to dig and like put everything through a computer system to calculate the whatever they're calculating and putting the you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Oh, Where yeah. they well, they Vikings used to use that. just a simple crystal when they were navigating the ocean. So I know. The, yep. the ancient knowledge of astrology and the season changes and any of the equinox cycles, they were very in tune with. So oh, yeah, yeah I mean, as far as the as far as the whole tradition of the wick the the witches at Christmas, yeah, I can kind of believe it. Mhm. Yep. I've actually seen a video. I was just scrolling earlier looking for content for my uh, for the Parasanctum podcast, and I was trying to figure out what I was saying Christmas time witches. Well, now I just figured it out because I'm. By the way, I've not read these. I'm reading these fresh yes. off the print. Okay. Uh, but I am going to cut through a couple of them because some of these are really long, and I don't want to eat up the whole show with it. Exactly. But I am doing this for the the Parasangum podcast. Yeah. So uh, here's one. I here's one that I just thank you. Here's one that I just caught. Uh, I talked to Lisa uh, about before the show. And it's called the claw. It's called the cloud boss. 
And did y'all ever watch Graham? You remember that series, Graham? No. Hank and Graham, and they they went after the. Uh, oh man, it was. Oh, I love. I recommend Graham. Graham is an amazing show. It still is. If you've when never was watched it, it was out about five, seven years ago. Is really yeah, Oh no, wait, that. ten years ago. It was no, about ten good. years ago yeah. when it came out. Yeah, the, that's right. Was it just Graham, or was it like the brothers Graham, or? Well, it's a descendant. Know. See. The, the storyline is that the Grimms were actually, uh, they were hunters of, of different types of creatures that pretended to be human, spiritual energies, and they go after all the creatures from oh. the Brothers Grimm, and they... Kind of like Van Helsing. The creatures, yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Very similar. So if you like Van Helsing, you'll love this. But there, it's actually... Interesting how the claw off, it just reminds you, if you were, and all the people out there that have watched Grimm, all the creatures were given these German names from the book. It seems like I remember the claw off being on Grimm, but here's the story of the claw off. Uh, it is, it's a demonic helper of St. Nicholas. Now, this, the, here's Clancy. the interesting thing about it. Yeah, it's, so, yeah, of Krampus. course, yeah, here, that, yeah it, it's what it's going to say. It's saying, however, thanks to the Internet, comic books, and certain horror films, much of the world has seen the renewed version of the Klaubov, which is the Krampus. Right. And it's also the demonic helper of St. Nicholas. Krampus is native to the German-speaking speaking regions of the Alps. However, it is incorrect to think that there is just one interpretation of Krampus. The Klaubov, in both East Tyrol and the German-speaking Italian region of South Tyrol, they are called the Cloudbop Monsters, or ugly and hairy creatures that are summoned by the vocalizations of children on the eve of St. Nicholas Day. Once awakened, the Cloudbop follow St. Nicholas as he goes house to house to find the good and bad boys and gifts. In some places, such as in Thurn, Austria, locals in Cloudbop performers engage in violent wrestling match. We could have just said Krampus. Yeah, basically much. that's what this is. So yep. what you're, well, go ahead and real reelaborate for everyone what we discussed about this Krampus thing, Lisa. Oh, well, well, which part? No, the part about the Krampus. You were telling me about the Krampus before well, we started. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know too much about it, but I know that that I believe that is what my mom was taught. Yeah, that's before, what you were saying. Before, okay. Because she told me about, the, and she talked about the helper too. So this might be mm-hmm. the same story, and that they, they'd have to be, you know, be, they were afraid. They were afraid if that was going to come until, mm-hmm. of course, until Santa Claus became popular, as is mm-hmm. like Saint Nick, um, through Coca Cola. When Coca Cola yeah. just brought uh, Santa out into Coca Cola and gave everybody cocaine in their Coke, then it became extremely popular. Hey, that won the war, man. No hey, listen, but you just nailed it, Lisa. I just uh-huh. found it where I just now read this. I remember what it. Does it a keyword. German speaking Italian region. Yep. And you are Germanic and Italian. Yep. So maybe that, I mean, your mom, was your mom hey, German or Italian? My, or no, she's, or we're talk, I'm a Van Brunt. So we're okay. Dutch, we're Dutch, Dutch, Irish, Scottish, a little bit of Swedish, you know, that kind of. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and I forget what the fuck. Wait, Dutch, well, well, you know, you and, mix the Swedish and the Italian, you know, you can make a good meatball. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I make the best fucking meatballs, okay? I make ah. the best fucking meatballs. Okay, that's it. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, yeah. What do you think, David, about the Klobov, aka Krampus? Uh, I'm not sure. See, yeah, I'm kind of torn on that one. I know that right. any parent's going to use any kind of um, method they can to force their children to behave. So, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, you've got Santa Claus. He's going to come bring you all the stuff as long as you're good. But you got to have something in there to portray that negative. So, oh, yeah, and Santa Claus has got that demon that helps him. And if you're bad, oh, boy, you don't want to know what happens there. So Yeah, yeah. so they, you know, this thing ran around at Yule time, and 
of course, a lot of people, like we were, this is all about Yule, this whole thing. Right. The, the yeah. whole, all of this is, is, is in reference to Yule, uh, the, the terrifying Yule things. Uh, you know, you can imagine these kids, and they're they're watching this parade, and they're like, you know, this is the old times, because we all know the fairy yep. tales were actually horror stories oh, like uh, that uh-huh. were rewritten. Uh, as when well, they were horror stories and they were watered yep. down for a more modern generation, but back in ancient times, going into the woods was a death sentence for any kid. Well, you got these kids, they're like, well, we're going to be good, so on St. Nicholas Day, we're going to get all this cool shit, you know, and we're going to behave. It really worked probably back then because everyone was so superstitious and they really didn't, you know, they thought these things with long tongues and whips, they were going to come eat the kids, you know. So, yeah, that's pretty trippy shit. <laughs> yeah, but my mom told me, like, she was literally paranoid when Santa would come. But then again, she was worried about the Jersey Devil on her roof. Okay, so, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because South Jersey and all that, you know, the whole, you know, cool. the Jersey Devil. But she said Santa Claus was actually scary and that she was so happy that I could experience the Santa Claus that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole legend is the scarer. Oh, I got one for David. Hey, David, you ready for this? You're gonna like this Yeah, no, this is getting. No, no, this is probably no. Here's here. You know what it is, don't you, Lisa? No. Here it comes. This is number six of this list. I'm not going to say all of them, but I'm going to tell you about something called ungroomed Peter. All right. I have not heard this one. Yeah, Danielle's looking at us like we're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) She's over here with her eyes up, just looking like Like you guys are nuts. They're nuts, Danielle. They're nuts. No, they're not just nuts. They're ungroomed, Peter. (laughs) Yeah, ungroomed. (laughs) Yes. No. Here, really, this is actually on here. You got to hear this. Yeah, and I'll Andrew let David Peter go. And i got to hear David on that. Since he's so interested in the ED uh, epidemic, that the who, I figured what? I'll let him chime in on this. The ED. Wait, who said I was interested? <laughs> <laughs> well, you started the show out like that. I wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here you go. Ungroomed Peter is but one name for a whole host of dark Christmas legends, I imagine. As the central antagonist in Heinrich Hoffman's story of the same name, Ungroomed Peter is a giant monster with long, shaggy <laughs> hair and even longer fingernails. He eats or otherwise tortures. But he's a hero. Listen to this. Wait, he's a hero. Wait, wait. Like you're reading a storybook. <laughs> read no, no, listen. He's a hero. Listen. No, no, I'm telling you. I'm just reading this. You gotta re- uh, hang on. i got to tell you what he is. Okay. Other than having the long, <laughs> shaggy hair and even longer fingernails, he eats or otherwise tortures the children who terrorize animals, Woo-hoo! refuse to eat dinner, <laughs> suck their thumbs, oh, well, or do bad. mischievous things. Various other boogeymen of German and Austrian legends include the Black Man, Krampus, and Ruprecht. Taken along, to, uh, taken together, these figures are designed to instill in children good habits through terror. They also exactly. connect older Germanic practices of the Yuletide with some of the Italian traditions of Carnival. <coughs> right. David, what do you think about the ungroomed Peter? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to mute it. <laughs> okay, okay, Beavis. Now you have butthead. Go ahead. Hey, what do hey, you think about the hey, Beavis. He, hey, Beavis. He's a, he said he's a Peter. Beater. He's a Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> Peter. Peter. <laughs> okay, whatever. Fire! 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 Yeah, this is this is one I have not heard about. Of no, course, I, I don't. this is fresh off the press here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, I could mean, be terrified of uh, of uh, ungroomed Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know how you defend yourself? It's a bar of dial, a bar of dial soap, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Zestful? No, Zest. Zestfully clean. Zestfully clean. How do you defend against the ungroomed Peter phenomenon? Um, You go through the midwife. Uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That can work. Um, <laughs> oh my. Okay. Yeah. This one. This this <laughs> one just absolutely <laughs> threw me for a loop. I have. I. I don't know. I'm. I'm tongue tied. Okay. Well, basically, yeah. it's like the Krampus, but but his his beef. Lisa. Lisa. His beef is that. He goes yeah. after the kids that terrorize animals and refuse well, to eat dinner. Well, he scared the shit out yeah. of them. There you go. Yeah, Lisa, That's what do you think about one. the ungroomed Peter? Uh, <laughs> I think I think <laughs> I think he, he's a Krampus. No, I mean, but but like okay, okay, okay seriously, he, I yeah, I don't I don't think kids could be should be terrorized for sucking their thumb or anything else on that list. Yeah. But the part no. about the animals, okay, yeah. maybe a little bit there. Okay, you know oh, what I mean? Like yeah. a little bit of fear yep, yep, to be yep. instilled in them because they could kiss my ass. <laughs> that would be bad. My kids would never have done nothing like that. Here you go. Here's, here's, here's <laughs> exactly. probably the worst joke you're ever going to hear. Can you imagine a German oh, no. father telling the kids, don't choke that chicken or the ungroomed Peter will get you? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can reverse that, and it sounds more interesting. <laughs> It would be Norristown if you reversed that. Oh, God. Don't, don't. No, I got to say it. I got to say it because he brought it up. Here it is. Don't groom that Peter or the the choking chicken will come get you. (laughs) (laughs) What is the rating? What is our rating? A rated PG. PG-17 or C, something like I don't remember. Oh. Uh, okay, here it is. This is, is, is it David. NC-17? The Yule Cat. The Yule Cat. Oh, there it is. The Yule this Cat. Is, yeah, this is Yule the one cat. that I would be a, just literally mad yes. at every year. Yeah. Okay, what did this one do? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you what it does. This is an Icelandic Yule. Uh-huh. Uh, this, it, it's an Icelandic Yule tradition in bo- or belief, whatever. It says uh, in Iceland... Uh, Christmas time is when the old cat punishes those who do not own a new piece of clothing. Uh, the old cat apparently is a fashion police. The He's old a cat, <laughs> or yeah, the Jolakotarin. Yeah. is described as a gigantic beast that reminds the Icelandic people to work hard throughout the coming year, namely those who have not worked hard enough to afford new clothes. Right. Okay. We'll, we'll be visited by – I'm in trouble then. We'll be visited by the Yule Cat who primarily likes to eat up all of the lazy party's food. Although the origins of the Yule Cat are in question, um, are in question, the point of the stories is not. Although only a few stories show the cat actually eating humans, this massive creature is sort of a boogeyman, promoting industri- industriousness among a people well known for their work ethic. Okay, right. so he is the fashion and, police and goes right. after people was, sitting on their ass. Yeah, and I think I think yeah, he was ahead, designed dude. to um, teach the children just to be grateful for what they have been given instead of you know the right. greed you see today mm-hmm. in today's kids. But I wanted the, the the iPhone 14 Max Pro, whatever the hell it is, and you got me a freaking Samsung. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. So, no, you know, the whole exactly. thing behind the Yule Cat is even if you were given clothes, you had to wear those clothes no matter what. Be grateful for them, or this cat will come right. and chew you up. So, yeah. You know. That's pretty good. I like that. I, like, I dig that. I can, I, I'm not mad at that. That's pretty cool. How about you, Lisa? What do you think about the big bad Yule cat and the well, I, I, car? If, if, it's, if it's a factor of the greed and to appreciate what you have and to live simple, that's a different, yeah. that's a totally different uh, story, like a totally different circumstance where I would tell my kids learned that because we didn't have shit. But, but we learned, yeah, you know, we, didn't, we, we appreciated what we had. You know what I mean? Oh, and uh, you know, we didn't, couldn't get cable, so, you know, we, we couldn't afford cable or we couldn't have our phones, so we chose to not have cable, TV, or anything and choose to get our phones. 
mm-hmm. and use that for everything. So things like that you learn to appreciate. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess it's all right. We'd feed them. I'd feed them. Would you feed the cat? Well, I mean, right? would yeah, I feed the cat? probably feed itself. He's going to come yes. eat y'all, you know. <laughs> Look, if he's coming in, like, coming out. No, no. I wonder. I wonder if people left food out for the cat. That's a good I think they ran. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. I Right, and if you're gonna feed, I guess you have to give it like a a cement mixer of something. <laughs> I guess I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, they're pretty big. They running around, you know. I guess you're know, like, hey, you got some ugly ass clothes on, crunch. You know, so, yeah. like we like Godzilla. Or Matt, what, what's up with that? That button's last year's fashion crunch. You know. Should I be doing that? I'm still wearing clothes that I had in 1994. Okay. And I me mean, too. Got, I well, I mean, I've got them in the closet. Yep. No, I and number one. I got a flannel from 1991. I still wear. That's cool, man. They never, they never went out of style. They're back. No. Everything from the 90s is in style. I kept wearing them. I kept wearing them, and they kept coming in and out of style anyway, so I'd be in style every once in a while. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, you're in style like a clock. You're right twice a day, right now. Yeah, right. right. In that case, exactly. you're right twice a decade. Uh, right. La Bafana is number one. I'm just going to jump to number one. La Bafana has been La called Bafana. the Christmas witch. All throughout Italy, and that's right. It's, I was going to say, it sounds Italian. It is Italian. <laughs> it's Italian. Hey, hey, what's the matter with yeah. you? We got La Bafana. She's going to come do you, Guido. La oh Bafana is described as a witch who flies through the winter skies on a broom on January 6th or Epiphany. La Bafana gives presents to well-mannered oh. boys and girls. Now, it's, now we're... We're 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 changing it over to the good side okay. for a change. For bad children, La Bafana said to climb down chimneys and dump coal or leave switches in their stockings. It is not uncommon for Italian parents to warn uh-huh. their children that La Bafana will snatch them up if they don't behave. In many ways, La Bafana plays a similar similar role as both St. Nicholas and Krampus in the German-speaking Alps. Furthermore, La Bafana may have the same origins as other pre-Christian witches. Similarly, both figures have been given Christian backstories to counteract folk traditions outside the teachings of the church. In the case of La Bafana, she is said to have been approached by the three Magi on the night of Jesus' birth. After giving the wise men shelter and food, she declined to see the birth of of Christ because she had too much housework to do. Okay. Sometime later, La Bafana changed her mind, but she could not find either the Magi or Jesus. As such, she continues to fly around today in search of both. My question is, uh, too much housework to do? Well, I guess that's a good reason to fly around on the bo- uh, on a broom. Well, that's why she has Lisa, a broom. I got, I got it. What do you think? Okay, yeah. This is you, okay. baby. Go ahead. Yeah, I I remember the story that you. I remember as you were saying it. But every time the damn church gets a hold of a female, mm-hmm. they gotta change the story. That is so true. Okay, so the original right story that. is so every time, like the Catholic Church, of course, they're they're a little bit behind a lot of it. They get a hold of a female. Next thing you know, that female something else, like Mary Magdalene. All of a sudden, she's a whore. Right. No, she wasn't. Okay, Absolutely. no, she was not. Okay, none of that's true. And this, they changed her into like not watching the birth. She became a bad thing because she wasn't with the church. I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is that, there you go. Yeah, know. that's yeah, that's what it is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, the church strikes again. All the pagan. Uh, yep. You know, I, I love God and everything, and oh, God, I'm yeah. cool yeah. with Jesus Every and everything. But I'm going to tell you, yeah. God. all the pagan, everything pagan was, was the Catholic Church came in and, and, and made it a part of their own to convert. That's basically well, that's what, they did. what yeah. all the old pagan sites, a great many mm-hmm. of the cathedrals are built on them, uh, mm-hmm. over them. So you control the language, you control the religion, you control yes. the nation. Uh-huh. Yep, that's it. It's power and greed. I mean, David. Instead, oh, go yeah. ahead, go ahead, Lisa. For me, instead of of saying 
a god or of anything. I'm going to stick with my background with Native Americans and say the creator because technically that's, that's I like that. I can take up. that. I like that. Right? And, and, and I believe that everything on this earth and I believe everything in space and everything else is all connected. We are connected to this Oh, earth. yeah. That's true. Without, I believe that, too. We are one. Okay? And so Jesus, he was cool, man. He was like a hippie. Because if I think mm. back on it, well, no, really, back in the day, think about it. Just yeah, well, the yeah, peace, yeah, the love, there. and everything. Right? No, yeah, that too. But the, but the peace, the love, the the um, yeah. you know, the trying to bring people together. Everything that he stood for was good. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know, he wanted peace and love. That's the bottom line. So there you go. That's my Jesus. Oh, that's great. Hey, David, what did you think of La Bufana, the the Yule Witch? Actually, what I find the most interesting is the date. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, I found January that January 6th. That was yes. kind of strange. Yep. Epiphany. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Epiphany. Did, yeah. David, you read my freaking mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, my the, God. That January the epiphany. 6th, that, that epiphany date the, has, yeah. yeah, it's proven it's, it's side all the way through. And I, I do Fuck think yeah. it could be directly linked to. La Bufana. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It really could. Yeah. She's maybe trying she... to find everybody. She's flying uh, around trying to find people. Well, maybe she stormed the Capitol. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. But no, La no, Bufana, no, no. La Bufana, no. well, not get political, but La Bufana, Bufana say, the, the epiphany part of this <laughs> is mm-hmm. that, it, that she gave good things to the people that behaved and, and punished yes. them. For the things that right. that they didn't do, you know. So, exactly. Uh, that aspect. Yeah, the date is definitely curious. There's actually a date called Epiphany on January 6th, and that, I, I learned something. That. I got yeah, a new I'm... wrinkle in my brain on that one. Yeah, but right. yeah, I appreciate y'all letting me bring the Parasanctum podcast on here. We've had a really good discussion about these. Yeah, that was really. You'll hide. Uh, these are pretty weird. Some of them are that I didn't talk about or. They're just bizarre as shit. I, I'm not even going to waste <laughs> my time. There's so on. many legends. It's not funny. Yeah. I mean, like, there's so, so many. It's, it boils down to that Yule is descended from Scandinavia and is mm-hmm. a very, it's much older than people thought. And the tradition of Yule oh, definitely. is actually an ancient one. And that yep. it was, like Lisa said, it was appropriated by Celtic. the church at some yeah, point. Yeah. And yeah. they intentionally moved. Mm-hmm. Christmas up to the time of Yule uh-huh. to to take away. Ing, ing, yeah. ingratiate their conquest of conversion, I guess. And that, that's yeah. a travesty, but yes, that's what happened. Yep, pretty much yep. so. Jesus was exactly. born in like June or July. He wasn't born in the wintertime either. I always so heard it really, was April. I always heard well, it was April, but I don't know. You know, Somewhere between it, there and July, like that right. area of, of stuff. But he really wasn't because it didn't line up with the planets and shit. He wasn't, but what, what's a Magi? I forgot what a Magi is. Uh, is those, are the, those are the wise men. The Magi would have been like yes. um, mystics. <laughs> yes. The, 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 the mystics, the Lord Keepers. Yeah, the, the ones that carried the, the okay. murder second cent. They were swinging those things like Papa Emeritus on the ghost show. The ghost oh, show. is it is it mag is it magi or mega? And in, in plural, would it be you, magi too? No, um, I think you still <laughs> call them magi. Magi. I know. What, is magi like Bob? It's magi and magi. Wait a minute, it's not um, magpie like the birds. <laughs> no. Do you remember Heckle and Jekyll? Oh, man, yes. that was so cool. I love Heckle and Jekyll. That was a great Jekyll. show. Heckle and Jekyll you know, cartoons, cool. they suck now, man. No, when we no, were no. growing up, they, we, we were, had some great cartoons growing up, man. They were the best. Our generation, well, a bowl of cereal and Tom see, and Jerry, man. Did you ever see the regular show? No. <laughs> you got to watch is it. That, is that new? Show? No, nope. is that, nope, it's is that okay? Regular, right. the regular it's, show. Yes, they watch the regular no. show. It's no, not, look, uh, it's like going back into watching something our cartoons would have been like. Oh, like and they're attempting the, the subject to matter. The whole no, they just no, no. It's kind of a new style, but it it got that old cartoon feel. What it was really your does. favorite? Okay, I gotta go on. I gotta. Hey, you could do the three four seven thing and say, call in and tell us your favorite <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Saturday morning cartoon. I'll tell you mine. Actually, I want to hear y'all's first. 
Lisa, yeah, what was really, your favorite? Okay. Back in the day growing up, what was your favorite Saturday uh, morning cartoon? What was your favorite? Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. yeah right, uh, Reggie? <laughs> but, I mean, it would be Scooby-Doo, Spider-Man, okay? Okay. Um, and uh, what else? With the Oh, you know what? It's not a cartoon, but does it count Land of the Lost? Yeah, I would say that because it had okay. Yeah, because yeah, it, mean, it was it was it was cross. Had dinosaurs. And they had the yeah they had the sleeve stacks and yeah that was cool man that was yep. wicked cool. And what else? I love that show. Oh man, there was all kinds of stuff. Oh, I used to watch He Man a lot. Go ahead. He Man was my favorite. Me and you had something in common. That was that was Thundercat. Well, He Man. Prince, or uh, He-Man, the, so. yeah, the, the one with Skeletor, they had several more, yeah. but it was the original He-Man that had, you know, like the original He-Man, uh, not He-Man none of that other, the of the they had, and they had this Shira thing, and they had all this yeah. other bullshit, and it was just, wasn't a big just a good old 1980, 1981, He-Man, He-Man. the Masters of the Universe, Actually, though, I used to say, I, I, Kind of the looked more towards the, the uh, <laughs> yeah the cartoon villains though I liked Mumra the ever living yes Mom, From, yes I remember Mumra Mumra no no Mumra. wait wait how about this one Go Speed Racer Go Speed Racer Go oh no no, no okay I should have done it by decade best the best that's later the, okay yeah. no here the best cartoon. Saturday morning from the 1960s was, and Lisa, you already said yours, but give uh, us another one, Lisa. What was the best one, Lisa, other I than was Scooby? Little. I don't know. That I don't Lisa. remember. Or, yeah. I yeah I I, well, I mean, no, listen, we were growing up and watching them, but they yeah. were from no. the 60s. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. I that, should have rephrased different. that. My bad. I should have phrased that correctly. All right. Lisa, uh, what look, was your favorite look, one? Look. Go ahead. Look. I w- oh, my God. Let me see. I loved Bugs Bunny. I really, really Looney like Tunes. Bugs. Okay, oh, Looney Tunes, yeah. the whole nine yards. Thing. They were fifties, but yeah, that that's that was they, great. Yeah, stuff. but I watched them all. The, the, for, they were in the fifties, really. That's when they started. They were, well, they came out in the forties, believe it or not. Uh, I believe Bugs Bunny. I may, my memory serves me correctly. They actually sure. started in the forties. They were way they were back there. But I guess yeah, you can. Call, yeah, they had some Looney Tunes in the sixties too. They they ran it all the way through. So my yeah, apologies. I, I it doesn't matter when they started. It's what was popular in the nineteen sixties, and I'm most yeah. certain that Looney Tunes would have been kick ass. You know, would have oh, been it would have been real popular back in the sixties. Uh, David, what would your favorite of the sixties that you grew up watching in the seventies? What do you What would you say? Oh, uh, that's easy. No, I mean 60s, oh, from we, the 60s. We, We're all around the same age, so yeah. Right. I don't know about that. I was born in like 92. <laughs> all God, right. Shut up. Okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, he said 92. <laughs> 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 92. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I I Uh, keep trying to think back and oh, oh, underdog. Underdog rock. (laughs) Have no fear. Hong Kong Kong movie was was, but that was seventies. That was seventies. An underdog was seventies. So I'm screwing it up because I still got a buzz. But listen, my favorite (laughs) from the sixties has to be the Hillbilly Bears. Oh. Then they then they transformed oh, no, them into uh, like the Hair Bear Bunch. Yes, they did. They sure I did. And then the Hair Bear Bunch, yeah. No, and then Yogi yeah. Bear too. That was uh, that Yogi was Bear was the shit. Hair, hair Boo Boo. I got a picnic basket. <laughs> boo Boo. Hair Boo Boo. Oh, this was too much fun. And you know, the yep. phone's going to cut me off in a second because it always no. does when I'll call right back. No. But... Oh, wait, wait. David, you heard that, yeah. that ghost box clip. What did, it, what, 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 what did that do? You heard my ghost box clip. What, I oh, box oh. clip. What, did, what did it when they were, do? When they were making fun of William? Yes. <laughs> well, I was explaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the roll flatulence. And then they're like, Willie, <laughs> the 
this was at Dave's house, and we weren't paying attention to the boss. And when I listened to it, it was like the comedy club in action. And then I did this at, at Jade. Jade has a gnome. And the top part comes off in a gnome. You can put candy in the middle, you know, like that kind. And she holds it up. And I'm like, what is that? They're like, you know, I swear to God. And then she took the top off. And they're like, it's broken. Because she took the top off. It's broken. And I'm like, okay, what is it? An elf. They did it again with the gnome at Jade's house. Oh, my God. They just don't like gnomes. No, it's on purpose. See, they're doing it on purpose. When I held the elf up, they told me it was a freaking elf. So I'm like, what is this? An elf? Pick up the gnome. What is this? An elf. I'm like, no, this ain't right. No, but I mean, um, the fart one was hysterical because I didn't hear it until I got home. We weren't paying attention. We were talking. So that was going on in the background in the box, and I did not hear it until I got home. Yeah. So, yes, they can make funny things happen. I really love these stories about the funny side of the other side because it gives me hope that. Yep. Oh, definitely. That's what we were just talking about earlier. It's going to be fun. They're going to be yeah, knowing that, a lot of um, happy Yeah, just knowing that once your physical form is gone and nobody yeah. can see you when you still exist in spirit form, you can have as much fun as you want. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And we were talking oh, yeah. really wanted to, like, 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 you know, I'd be running around with Walter blasting out every EVPs, you know, whoa, hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Think about it, though. <laughs> if you could, would you? I mean... You know. Oh God! Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd have to pull right. I'd have to pull a line from the Goonies out all over people doing investigations. Oh, hey, the you Goonies! Guys. About... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh my God! Great, right? that's great stuff. Man. <laughs> you know, people gave a shit when they made stuff, movies and shows and all that back then. I think Hollywood needs to get their shit together. It's getting yeah, I'm right. It's getting ridiculously need, redundant. Regurgitating our generation right. is not no, going to no. save you. You need to come up with some. You need hey, to come wait. up with your own. Our generation is going to create a lot more than you think at this point. Get it? Oh yeah. Yep. Did you know some cartoons are coming back? Did you notice different things are coming back? You ever listen? I was dying. The other day I was listening, and they were playing. Uh, Flash was on a commercial. I was like, oh my god, the, the guitarist from. Uh, what can we call it? Oh, we got a phone call. That's Fabian. <laughs> I'm back. Hello, Fabian. <laughs> Hello. Hey, how you been? Hey, hey man, we've been getting going on. Oh, do the teaching charm. There you go. Yes. Now, hey, I'm yeah. going to time hey, so we can Pedro. actually, actually Pedro. play Mikey, Mikey's song. So we're gonna, we have about three that. more minutes before I want to play Fairy yeah. Tale because it's like okay. the best song. Mm-hmm. Can I get you know a shout I mean? out before I we do that? Time. Can I can I say something sure. real quick before we do that? I just wanted to yes. give a shout out to Mark Salter. He's added us to his server. We're going to be doing a rebroadcast of scanning the frequencies on the Salty Talk Radio Network. We've been added by them, and congratulations to our our show. I've heard that we're doing pretty good and. I'm really happy yep. and live paranormal. I super appreciate them and all of their support and supporting you and I, cousin Lisa. I think we're going to have yep. a great year Thank next you. year and, and years to come for that. So I wanted to give a shout That's out right. to SaltyTalkRadio.com, and I'm also going to be doing mm-hmm. the rebroadcasts of scanning the frequencies every Friday, starting at 12 noon on the Parasanctum which you can find on Google awesome. Play. Yay. Or you can also type in keywords Parasanctum, and you will find, or you can go to fabiantrahan.com slash radio in lowercase letters, and you will find the Parasanctum. The Parasanctum. Right, and that's my plug. Oh, okay, my shout-out, though. No, this is a shout-out I want to give to another radio station, that has got me through the roughest times that I've ever, I've never, they have been my rock forever, for years, and that's WMMR 93.3 in Philadelphia, and I want to give a shout-out to everybody, Pierre and Marcus and Jackie Bam Bam and all everybody, just everybody, a big shout-out, because I don't think some of these holidays I would have gotten through without that station, and I really want to thank all of them. And that shout-out to WMMR should come with free... 
pretzel dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and a cloud box. <laughs> and a, and a yeah. cloud box. And a, and a, yeah. and a, what's that? Un, unshaved Peter? What was that thing called? Uh, it's ungroomed. Uh, well, ungroomed, yeah. Un- <laughs> ungroomed. I closed the website so I couldn't remember it. Yeah, unshaved Peter. Well, I mean, that's oh about God, the same yeah. thing, and. <laughs> hanging out with that big cat. <laughs> so the unsaved Peter and the large Yule Kitty. But what? Kenora said chicken will hear that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. And there it is. <laughs> Long talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, Lisa, yep. get that there dumb chicken All off right. of me. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, they're fucking Marstown chicken. There you go. All right, I guess it's we're going to call it a night now. Answer. Okay? Yeah. And I want right, to tell everybody, you guys. Um, hey, happy New happy Year. New All right, year. Happy New happy Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. You're in show. Right, thank y'all for thank listening. We love y'all. We thank love you, y'all. guys. And we Listen love you. Love Paranormal. you guys. Yep. Happy yes. New Year to everybody. You ready? Are you ready to roll? Okay. Everybody, Wayne Mike, Charles Michael, tonight. Michael Terrio. Michael Terrio song. Well, now he's the band to sell this sound, and the song is Fairy Tale. There Good you night. Go. <laughs> it's got a. It's starting. There we go. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, John Boy. Good night. Good night. Good night, John Boy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Good night, Mary Beth. Happy New Year. And I'll miss you both tomorrow, Scarecrow. Good night. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.